to episode six of Flight, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most. Not as good as some. Mike, how are you doing? Not sure, Dave. Hmm. It's a cross between angry, shocked, and amused, actually. And it's so bizarre, I don't know if people will believe it actually happened to me. I'm intrigued. Because it, it almost sounds... So made up. I just doing it for the masses here on our pod. But yesterday while I was at work, Saturday, January 25th, I was happy New Year. What? And I'm like. You were neutered? Happy. Yes. I would, I would <laughs> almost would have rather been neutered as opposed to happy New Year. And oh. January 25th, my statue of limitations on the happy New Year greeting. Okay. Typically is like, if you, if you don't say it by the second or third. Right. You're done saying it. Right. I got and you. I won't mention who said it to me for two reasons. One, I don't want to embarrass her. And two, quite frankly, I don't know who she is, but she always <laughs> says hi to me shopping in, in that particular store. But so, yeah, but I was just kind of thrown for a loss when, you know, on January 25th, I was, hey, happy new year. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. That's literally, I think, was my response to her. Was right. Like, yeah, okay. But anyway. Other than that, I'm doing fine. Good. Well, we got a got a good show. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, of course. Um, we've got our three tastings today. Uh, first, we're bringing back an old favorite, one that we had uh, sampled in the middle of the summer that had made it to our number one, Wild Range Brewing Company, their IPA. And the Once other- wild, always wild. That's right. That's what they say anyway. The other two are from Perrin uh, Brewing Company in Comstock Park, Michigan. And the two we're going to taste from Perrin are the No Problem IPA and the 98 Problems IPA. So uh, why don't we get to pouring this first one here? All right. Uh, Man, there's a lot of pressure on, I think, both of us to rate it. Because are we going to give it a bias rating? Because we had it ranked so heavily, I don't think so. I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty unbiased at this point. And first bottle beer in a while that we've had in quite a while. I forgot the openers. Good pour. Definitely has the IPA haze. Yes, it does. Well, hopefully we don't uh, hold it any differently. But this Cheers. was our number one. Let's see where it holds up. Hmm. Hmm. I'm actually speechless because I'm trying to decide. That's amazing. Is and it, is it as good as here. I remember? See, now I might be holding. Right. I might be looking at it from the other side of the spectrum, thinking, "Oh, we've had other beers that I like better." So, I don't, is this truly our number one? It's very smooth. Very. Not too much of a citrus. No. Uh, no bitterness at all for a 65 IBU, 6.9% alcohol. Right. Well, while I, I, while I yeah, try to determine where, on that. Yeah, while sit I try to determine, determine, determine where I stand on this, 
if it truly holds a number one ranking that we had it in the summer of 19. Or, or at least a score higher than what we've right. ranked the ones we've had so far. A uh, little football to talk about. I don't know if you happen to catch any of it. And quick note to the NFL, because I'm sure Roger Goodell listens to this podcast. I mean, he's got to. You know, I, I would think. You know, anybody wants insider information on football not listening to this podcast is crazy, and he's the commissioner. So I'm sure he's listening. But all I can tell him, scrap the Pro Bowl. It's not even a football game. I don't know. I watched probably 10 plays a day. Yeah. And there was one tackle. And I'm literally <laughs> I'm literally talking they do not tackle. I understand guys don't want to get hurt. It's a meaningless game. Right. It's football. If you're not going to play the game then you know, have them stand up there and just wave to the crowd and sign autographs for an hour. Yeah. Or uh, have them a pinball tournament or have a euchre turn or something because they're, <laughs> they're not playing football. So it's right. It's, I understand why they don't do it, obviously. Of course. Yeah. But why, I mean, why put it through, put, aren't we having that? The, aren't we having the same conversation through a lot of the all-star slash, you know, pro end of the year. Yes. Hockey. There was, I mean, they were talking they about, they actually changed that game to three on three. Um, to get more right. to excitement, energy, and, and you know they want a goal every like six seconds. So I don't know why any goalie would want to be in the All Star game because again nobody plays defense. But at least shooting the puck into the net is actually what hockey is about. Right. Whereas football, because there's there's not as much checking in hockey as there used to be. Anyway, football they're still tackling, and they weren't. Even, I mean, they didn't even tackle. So that's my take on the Pro Bowl. So if they're going to continue the Pro Bowl and they're not going to play it, then in my opinion, why bother? Right. Going to um, the Super Bowl, can they – do they have enough to say about this Super Bowl for two weeks? I mean, how much – I mean, I've been listening to a little bit of it, but it seems to be just kind of cycling around and there doesn't seem to be any storyline or narrative that, that they can really hold for two weeks. At least they haven't held my attention. I mean, I just – And I think that's part of the matchup you get with San Francisco, Kansas City. Yes, you have the aspect, the Mahomes angle, young right. up-and-coming quarterback. Kansas City, it's not New York, not Los Angeles. True, true. Not the Patriots. San Francisco's in California, but it's not L.A. There's no real – like there's no Notre Dame or Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, whereas where teams like that – right. You'll watch to see them lose if you're not a fan of them. I got gotcha. you. Going into the Super Bowl, do you really want to see one of these two teams lose? No, no. I really. think that's yeah. why that's not. There's not as much hype. I'm sure you know. Obviously, if you're a Niner fan or have money on the game or whatever, you're going to be in tune to it. But speaking yeah. of money, uh, Kansas City, depending on where you shop, is anywhere from a one to a one and a half point favorite, and the over under is fifty four. So if you're looking for a trend mm-hmm. on how to bet Super Bowls over under or the, the the line, I can tell you to save your time and stop looking for trends because uh, the over under, it is 26 overs, 25 unders, and one push. Wow. And before all you perfectionists out there do the quick math in your head, say, hey, Mike, wait a second, 26, 25, and one, that's 52. 
That's this is Super Bowl Fifty Four. Where is uh? What happened to the other one? I think your math is wrong. Well, hold on. Super Bowl One did not have an over under, so that's why there's only fifty two results. Likewise, the favorite twenty six, twenty five, and two. So there there's no trends to to find or to look for, but the pick here is, and I will tweet it out on at epod ffa as we get closer to game day. I will take the Chiefs and lay the one, one and a half as my bigger selection. If you made me take the over under 54, I'll take the under. I think, I think San Francisco is going to try to use their game plan that they had with Mostert last week against the Green Bay Packers and the Chiefs run defense isn't as good as the Packer run defense, and most it ran through them. Right. Not only that, uh, a running game runs the clock and keeps Mahomes off the field. So I, I'll take the under, but I like the Chiefs better on the point spread as opposed to the over-under. I'm going to go with my philosophy I've gone with this whole playoff run is that uh, the Chiefs have, you know, the 50th year from when they won it with Len Dawson, and so – like I said, I think um, I think they're going to ride that wave all the way to the championship. Well, I hope you're right because I just made, I just gave the pick of Kansas yeah, City minus one. Uh, some of the prop bets that are out there, I wish I had the stones, or even more of the stones. It's not that I don't have the stones as much to do it; it's that I don't have the bankroll to do it. But the mucho grande huevos, exactly. Basically, minus one ten on the coin toss. Wouldn't you like to just be a baller and, you know, you sit down, uh, kick's probably slated for 622. That means the the, the coin toss is going to be at 615. Ten grand on oh. tails. Ten grand on tails. You know, and you, and right. on that bet, at minus 110, your ten grand would probably win you, like, probably $9,100. My math is off there, but I didn't feel like doing the math on it. But you have right. to wager $110 to win 100 and wouldn't it be nice just to, I mean, it would be really nice if it came up tails, but I mean, right. that's, that's a ball. It's like, hey, yeah. give me 10 grand. I would assume, I'm not familiar enough with Vegas, but I would assume on some of these prop bets, they're, they they cap your bet out because, I mean, if you think about it, a coin toss is oh, truly sure. a 50-50 proposition. Oh, yeah. Although I was listening to a radio show and they had a, gambling expert on there and more often than not in super bowl he said heads comes up simply because it's a commemorative coin in the head side of it has a slight protrusion so during the flip gravity with the slight protrusion that's what he said but i still (laughs) i'm still a voice went by the the mantra (laughs) of tails never fails yeah yeah there's uh some quantum mechanic uh, engineer that's out there that can probably tell us why, you know, it's going to come up heads to get some airtime or something like that. But that kind of follows the, that follows, uh, I watched a um, George Carlin comedy, one of his, one of his last ones, you know, before he passed, like in 2008. And I think of the, the name of the whole show is it's all bullshit and it's all bad for you. So 
he said, that's uh, bullshit is the glue that holds America together. And I think that would be a great thing to put on a T-shirt. I like that. Jamie, are you listening? <laughs> I, I know you've listened to every episode so far, but any as anybody knows, a, a successful podcast needs to have swag to sell. So <laughs> we're, we're looking for somebody to make our swag. So while you're thinking of quoting us a price, why don't we rate what uh, Wild Range Breweries IPA? Because the name is actually just, we d- did discover pre-pod. You said the name of it. The we, name of it is IPA. Uh, yep. That's it. It's Wild Range Brewing, Brewing Company. Company. We thought the name was Wild Range, but it's actually IPA. So the old adage of you learn something new every day we is did. certainly true. Okay. So I'm going to, I don't know. I, I, I hate to disappoint, but I think we've had some that are, this is good. I think we've had some that are better uh, from the standpoint of what I like versus what you like. And um, I like a little citrus note to it. Um, I'm still going to give this a 4.0, though. That's where I'm at. And I am going to go. You know how everything is always better. Oh, back in my day, you know, oh, yeah. the gra- you know, the old grass is always greener mentality. I'm not really 100% sure why we had this number one. We <laughs> right. I mean, it's not a bad. It's no. not, but like, you know, comparing it to Hopsecutioner or. Did we, did we have this close to when we tried the Tree for Madness? I know we've mentioned that one before. but It was one of our early ones. So, yes, yeah. I mean. So maybe with what we were comparing it to, it was that much better. And since what we've been drinking on the pod, I don't know. Or like I say, maybe I'm just being Mr. Hardass and ah, it's not as good as it once. You know, like Toby Keith said, I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good <laughs> once as I ever was. I'm going to go, I'm going to give IPA by Whale, Wild Range Brewing a nice, healthy 3.75 rating. Okay. Fair enough. Anything else? Before we move on to the second selection, anything else on the Super Bowl or anything that you want to touch on? No, I'm actually interested in. I'm even though we said it's from the media standpoint, you know, it's hard to get a big hype on this game for the reasons you mentioned. But I'm still kind of excited to see if uh, Mahomes can kind of pull off his magic tricks again. You know, the way he's done in the last few games. San Francisco's defense is legit, so it will be interesting. Yeah, good matchup. All right. So now let's get to this No Problems IPA. 4.5% alcohol by volume and 45 IBUs. No problem. That's there at the end as well. Probably one of our... Lighter, lower alcohol beers that we've tried. Mm-hmm. I'm pouring mine into a Tequamanon Falls brewery glass. Mine's going into a Maple Grill. Maple Grill and Tequamanon Falls. Free advertisement for you folks. Cheers. <laughs> Out of the standard IPAs that we've had, I'm going to say like the Wild Range IPA. This, uh, 
I would say if you want to say that you drank an IPA but you don't like IPAs, you might try this because it tastes like a flat IPA. Is that a good way to describe it? It's flat. I'll, I'll give you the flat part. That's that's the best I can do is the flat part. Is that a and, nice way to put it? A very nice way to put it. I mean, if they had they added coriander, I mean, it would easily be our worst beer ever. This on the on the can it says our sessions IPA bursts open with notes of fresh citrus, ripened melon, and a distinctly distinctively floral bouquet, and I taste none of that. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I, I've, I've got no, I've, no, it's, uh, no. I mean, it's an IPA. It has a little more, a little more hoppy. Don't sugarcoat it. It's shitty. Okay. This, this, this is bad. There's no date on it either, so I was going to read the data. Maybe, is it possible this is like nine years out of date? This is, a, this is, I don't find it as offensive as the uh, coriander taste because the coriander is a that was a white Belgian ale with and coriander di- in and it, it's right? a distinctive you know ingredient which I don't happen to like. It would be like if you don't like jalapenos, eating a jalapeno pepper. Right. I mean, obviously, well, geez, I don't like jalapenos, so I don't like the coriander. Therefore, I didn't like that beer, but it was almost somewhat drinkable because it had a beer taste. This is actually it. It, <laughs> uh, it tastes like a. I don't. Uh, how to describe it to the listeners? It tastes like you wash your dishes, maybe, <laughs> and then drank the the, the uh, dishwater. Uh, the dishwater. <laughs> it's not. It's not I'm, good at all. It's, yeah, no, I, I've I've never had dishwater, but um, I bet you this is what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Wow. So you're saying this goes on par with if somebody if somebody were to say, hey. I'm pretty sure this milk is sour. Taste it. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're yes. <laughs> you I, would be like, why would you want me to taste this? Well, actually, you just I said would probably, you think it's I would sour. Probably, I would probably take taste the uh, sour, sour milk, milk before a no problems IPA. But th- that's the the beauty of this podcast. Right. I mean, not every if everything was good, how oh, would yeah. you know it was good? Because you have nothing to compare it to. Exactly. So exactly. So Wild Ranges was tasting a lot better now. Oh yeah, Wild Ranges. <laughs> if we were comparing Wild Range early on to uh, beers to this like this, well, no maybe problem. we had something like this, and that's why I made the number one ranking back in July or whenever we were doing it. Uh, as we try to uh, muscle through this, I won't. The the one, number one mantra of this podcast is we will finish all beers we start no matter how bad they are. So we will finish the – I wonder if it's Perrin or Perrin, P-E-R-R-I-N. I'm I pronounce with, it Perrin. I'll, I'll, I like that too. So we'll go with the old Perrin. Uh, the Perrin No Problems IPAs. We try to stomach through this. Uh, on Twitter, I tweeted out an article from Thrillist.com that rate, rated the top three beers in every state. Now, before be, listeners, before you hit stop and say I'm not listening to 150 beers, don't worry, don't panic. Only going to give you three because I got an assignment for Dave. The top three in Michigan were Bell's Brewery Two Hearted Ale, which I really do like a lot. We've never rated it 
uh, in the summer at either of our houses, nor on this podcast, but it, that's a go-to. Although, remind me to tell you of what I found last night later in the pod. Yep. Number two in Michigan is the Dark Horse Brewing Company Bourbon Barrel Aged Plead the Fifth, a Russian Imperial Stout with 12% alcohol. Oh, my God. And then I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, so uh, leave a voice tweet if that's possible and correct me on it. Number three beer in Michigan is the Jolly Pumpkin Artesian Ales or Del Calabaza. A golden ale with 8% alcohol. Is that like having hocken in your bread? I think so. I think that's exactly what it is. So, now you know, I can see the look in your eye, Dave, that you're wondering, well, how in the hell do I have an assignment out of that? Well, how, Mike, how do I, how in the hell do I have an assignment out of that? Well, you don't out of the Michigan beers. Okay, right. But your spring break destination this year is Alabama. So, your assignment and I have one too, so don't fear not. I'm not going to discriminate against you. Are you, you going to warn me if this if this is going to self destruct? Yes. I, okay. So your assignment is when you're in Alabama, you have to at least find one of Alabama's top three that we will sample on the pot. If you can find all three, three times the fun, and because we typically do three tastings, right. if you bring all three back from Alabama. Dun, dun, All right, dun, dun, drum roll, please. Dun, 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 the number one beer in Alabama is the Good People Snake Handler, and it's your favorite, a double IPA at ten percent, boasting one hundred IBUs. It's the most popular beer of one of the best breweries in the state. If it wasn't so rare, their world class El Gordo Imperial Stout would be right there. So apparently they have a beer that's the the El Gordo Imperial stuff, but that's pretty rare. So good good people people. snake handler. And then the number two beer in Alabama Uh is the Trim Tab Paradise Now. Trim Tab Paradise Now? Yep. And that's a Berliner Weiss. Looks like it looks German, so W-E-I-S-S-E Weiss. Yep. A Berliner Weiss. Or Weiss. Or is it a Weiss? If you're it, German, it is Weiss. So that's a 5%, 5.2%. And then the third beer in Alabama, the ever popular straight to ale Monkey Knot, an American IPA. Oh, Monkey Knot. Not. Not. Monkey Knot. N A U T. I would rather not. Evidently, Alabama loves some IPAs, and this spaced out simian is one of the state's most beloved. Oh, like an counting, astronaut. Counting for 66% of this brewery's production, potent yet well-balanced. Huntsville's got something to say. I think on the way to Gulf Shores, oh, you go right through Huntsville. Oh, yes, we do. So yes, you've yes, got to yes, be I able to come it. up with at least one of those. So now my assignment we are going to Florida this year for spring break. Got you. And Florida's number one beer is the Green Bench Sunshine City. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Green Bench, not beach, bench. I thought it said bitch. <laughs> that would have been more appealing. <laughs> Sunshine City. It's an IPA with 6.8%. Ah, the second one, actually, we've tried. Have we not? 
So my assignment's easier than yours. You got to get three beers. I got to get two. Because have we not rated the, the number two beer in Florida is the Cigar City Highline? Yep. Got one in the fridge right now. All right. So, and I don't think we rated that one. That's number two beer in Florida. I don't I don't think we rated it as bad as the No Problem. I think that it's only the number two beer because they play that. That's the only state they play that sport in. If they even play it anymore there. Highlight. You've seen Highlight, right? Yeah. yeah. Well. I don't know. And now I'm really confused because the, the name of this thriller, in my article, my assignment is very easy because the name of this article is the top three beers in each of the 50 states. Right. Florida has the Green Bent Sunshine City, Cigar City Highlight, and the next item up for bid is Georgia. So Florida is such a bad beer state, they don't even have a top three. They have two. <laughs> two. So anyway, so I, I guess my my home, my spring break homework assignment is a lot easier than yours. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'm going to – I'll get the monkey knot. And uh, the German beer uh, paradise now. And the good people, snake handler. Yeah, I'm – yeah, yeah, I think I'd rather become an untrained snake handler than finish this beer. This this <laughs> pairing is terrible. <laughs> Note well, to listeners, uh, right. do not buy the pairing. No problems, IPA. Well, maybe we can cleanse the palate here. We got one more. We got one more thing on the docket. Um, we've been getting some Clancy's. Uh, uh, for lack of a better, what do they call it? Private cheese label. curls. Yeah, the, the private label version of Clancy's Cheetos. Cheetos. Yeah. So, which by the way is Fritos Cheetos is the goat of I'll, American snacking products. I, I'll take your word for it. Um, so what I did was, is I got a bag of Cheetos, I got a bag of uh, hot Cheetos, and I got a bag of Clancy's, and we're going to do a taste test with Mike because at one point in was episode three or four, he said these might actually be better than. Fritos. Yeah. Right. So what do you think? So I'm going with the Clancy chip first, correct? Sure. We should do a blind – we'll do a blind taste test later to see if right. if this is bias based on your – And I'll try to stifle the chewing, folks, because that pet peeve of mine is listening to somebody chew. But this is a crunchy Cheeto, so, you know, bear stop with talking, me. I'm, I'm stop not talking and put it in your I, mouth. Let's go. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Wash it I'll down. Be, yeah, wash be. it down with some of that. No problem, IPA. All right. That's so a, now that's on a to the palate cleanser. Now on to the Frito. All right. Wind sampled. Boom, Next. boom. The goat is the goat for a reason. Okay. There, there's a depth. But that said, the difference in price, sure. Clancy's version of the Cheeto does very well, very, very, very well for itself. But when if you when you try it, Dave, when you go the the Frito versus the Clancy, there's there's a like I said, the goat is the goat for a reason. Hmm. Well, there's something other than just flaming hot in there, isn't there? Oh, there's yeah. What oh, they Chipotle get? Ranch. Yeah. Ooh. 
That's the third one we had. Yeah, to try the Chipotle out. Ranch. You can. I've never had that one before. That's actually a good. Uh, yeah, the cheetah's not wrong. It's a little cheesier. Oh yeah, it's a little cheesier. That's what I, say. I mean, yeah. like I said, Clancy can hold his head high in mm-hmm. this taste test, unlike Perrin. But you know, when you go right back to back like that. Yeah. It, there's no question. I mean, it, the Cheeto is the bomb. And we're not going to rank the uh, Flaming Hot because obviously with a Flaming Hot flavor, that's a little bit of a decided advantage. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. But the Chipotle Ranch in that Flaming Hot is very good. I like that. So um, we had a little potpourri, some things going on here. In sports, it wasn't totally just because there's uh, not football this mm-hmm. week. Uh, the world wasn't devoid of anything going on. Uh, one of the newsworthy items, uh, the uh, do do you think the Kansas State uh, Kansas uh, fight deserved all the the press and the the hype? Um, I, you know, yeah, it was a bench clearing brawl. It doesn't happen very often. You don't want to want it to happen at all. But Gus Johnson, I was really surprised. Bill Rafferty and just got, or, or Gus Johnson were doing um, a Michigan State game. And right at this very moment, I don't have my note here, but I can't remember which, who they were playing. Um, I was really shocked because um, Bill Rafferty was taking the the position like a lot of the other broadcasters were. It's a travesty. It, it was horrible. It's terrible for the game. DeSosa should never wear a uniform again. And then Gus Johnson said, you know, yes, it's, it's terrible and it shouldn't happen, but, and I'm over paraphrasing it was basically these guys are being really competitive and boys will be boys it happens and at that point if you've ever listened to college basketball and bill rafferty i think bill rafferty actually was eight balling gus for a little bit i think he he went silent he was like he was almost offended i didn't hear that i saw the the fight but i given what you just said, I would actually agree with Gus Johnson. Now, who I don't know who the guy was in street clothes. Was he somebody on one of the teams, or was he a fan? Because he actually oh probably my. got the best punch in a fight. There were, yeah, there were at that point when it went off into the, you know, off the baseline. I mean, everybody was involved. I mean, hell, the cheerleaders, the the cheer, the male cheerleaders were holding people back. I would. So, uh, yeah, of the two, of the if you're going to give me what side of the coin I'm on, yeah, I mean Kansas, Kansas State's an in-state rivalry, sure. So I mean, it may, doesn't mean anything to anybody in Indiana or Michigan or Hawaii, but right. it's Kansas, Kansas, Kansas State, right? Shit happens, and I agree with Gus Johnson. Boys will be boys. If you, you know, should it have happened? No, but it, you know, it doesn't. Do you do you know what really made? Millions of Americans really upset about that. Really upset was that that fight lasted longer than the McGregor fight, and they didn't. Nobody had to pay. For nobody that. had to pay for it. Well, I didn't either because I, I saw mine at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> We're giving out too many free plugs here, Dave. <laughs> uh, without further ado, I don't think there's going to be any question to our listeners. Should we rate this and get ready to move on to ninety-eight problems? Yeah, let's do that. All right, so uh, we're not going to take much time rating this, are we? I'm not because I'm going to give it a one. (laughs) I'm going to give it just for fun. Um, 
I'm going to give it a 0 0.90. So less than one. All right. Well, touche on that. You got me on that. Well, on to number three, Dave, I sure hope Perrin's 98 problems is much better than no problem at all. At least for the taste testing anyway. Exactly. All right. Let's go. So, I have not poured one good beer yet tonight. They've all sucked. I've had some good pours. Oh, that's terrible. So, without further ado, number three on the tasting for tonight. Cheers. Better. Yes. Well, I guess it would have been hard to be any worse than no problems <laughs> at all, but much better. Yes. 98 problems, 6.5%, 60 IBUs. Much better. Yes. And they totally redeemed themselves. Totally redeemed themselves. Now if I can only learn to pour beer, I'd be much better off. Holy cow. With football drawing to a close, Dave, we may have to uh, Merv Griffin this set. What's a? I'm sorry. What's a Merv Griffin this set? You idiot! Hawks eat squirrels. No, the, the, the Seinfeld episode. Remember when Kramer was doing the Merv Griffin show with the old stuff he found in the back, and then right at the end of the episode, they tear I'm down the Merv Griffin. I'm going way back trying to think of. God, I think I've seen a Merv Griffin show before. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, so flights, football, and anything else, we may have to. Uh, Wasn't thinking of Seinfeld. Well, that's fair, fair enough. But you know, football is going to be done here in a week. We can right. recap. You know, that's why we put anything else in the title. But I may have to reach out to Michelle Isom, and maybe her and I can do our karaoke that we do. <laughs> Spontaneously at bars when we're drinking. Maybe. A singer in a smoky room, smell of wine okay. and cheap perfume. And then and she'll then jump in and then, and then we sing it, we sing as many lines as <laughs> we know and then eventually go, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I mean, I'm, hey, I'm just looking for ideas here because football's, football's rapidly winding down, Dave. Well, right. I mean, there's going to be other sports. There's, I mean, we can just. Any any big highlights? Uh, I, you know, I'm not a huge NBA follower, although you know I've, I like it a little bit more than in years past. I'm kind of up and down with that. College basketball, um, I like that a lot better. There's going to be hockey. Hockey's going to be after the this All Star break that they're on right now. We'll start gearing up a little bit more towards the, you know, teams getting into playoff position, etc. Uh, they'll be curling. There'll be, you know, curling championships. Curling is very, very much underrated. I would agree. Uh, okay, so here we go. We are at the random question. So you're saying no to the karaoke, then? No, I didn't say that. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I'm saying there's a chance. All right, I'm going based off of, I thought your idea last week uh, in episode five, I thought that was a really good episode. I like that a lot. But I'm going to copy it. <clears throat> so here we go. Same format, rapid fire. You don't have time to think about it. Who would win in a fight? Okay, we give you two options. Number one, 
McGregor versus Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Bad Boys versus Medea. Medea, because I don't like the Bad Boy franchise. <laughs> Trump versus George W. George W. in the landslide. Superman versus Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Superman's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roger Moore as James Bond versus Austin Powers. I Austin Powers is terrible. But Roger Moore, <laughs> but he's not my favorite James Bond. But that wasn't the question, so I won't answer. Okay. Now the final one. Any coach in the NFL versus Ditka. I think Mike Tom was a bad man. Yeah. So I'm going to go in. You got your Bears. You got your Bears football shirt on. I understand it, but you got to. Oh, Mike, you love me. It's got to be. You got to pick with your head, not your heart. I was waiting for you to. He's like 80 years old of heart surgery. Mike Tom was a bad man. I was waiting for you to lean into the microphone and go, Ditka. Yeah, well. Come on, the old SNL. I I know the skip, but you asked me, you know, Mike Tom was a bad man. (laughs) Okay, true, true. True, true. All right. So my picks were pretty close to that. Um, actually, with uh, Jackie Chan's creativity, you know what I mean? And the guy's broken more bones than Evil Knievel, or as many. I was going to go with Jackie Chan. Uh, That's what I went with. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Medea, uh, for sure. Bad woman that she – Um, I was going to go with George W. again. You know, uh, ugh, that's hard with the Superman versus Captain Marvel. You know, I figured they would probably just beat each other till they're maybe they might hook up after, you know, they just realize that they can't destroy each other. Who knows? Roger Moore is James Bond versus Austin Powers. Um, I thought maybe, um, you know, Austin would smile and make Roger Moore sick with his uh, dental issues. And then I was going to go with Ditka. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you what, Ditka versus a hurricane. Dicka versus Godzilla, Dicka versus Blade. I mean, Dicka always seems to come out on top, so I was going to pick Dicka. Fair, fair enough. Like I said, I mean, Mike Tom was just a bad man. <laughs> so uh, I'll take one. Let, can we do uh, two random questions in one episode? Sure. Not necessarily in a fight, but I'll give you yeah. the uh, same type of back and forth volley. Netflix versus Hulu. Oh, wow. Uh, now, the regular Hulu, uh, this is important. The regular standard Hulu subscription, or are we talking the the live TV subscription? The standard Hulu. Oof. Netflix. Correct. Seinfeld versus The Office. Oh. Seinfeld. That's a push. I think I would have to go Seinfeld if I had to. But, well, I had to, didn't I? Right? Yes, yeah. you did. Okay. And The Office is – have you ever seen the uh, Ricky Gervais version? I have never seen one episode of that. But no. Because that was the original. I don't know oh. how many seasons or no. how many episodes or what, but mm-hmm. I guess the – that's where the you know the Mike the Michael Scott version came from because Ricky Gervais did a British – Oh, 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 I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. No, I've never seen I've it. never seen any episode either, but I. some people say it's actually better than the American version, but no. I've never seen it. But I don't like Ricky Gervais, Gervais that much. I don't Although he, he was good in the one where 
That was it's a Netflix series. It wasn't even was it a series or just a movie? I don't know. Where his wife died and everybody's worried about him killing himself. So it was kind of a dark comedy. Uh, Liz, you saw it. What was it? I'm not Liz. Yeah, but she, she listens once in a while or <laughs> says she does, so she'll tell me the answer All to right. That was actually a good uh a good Netflix series. I think yeah, well I think it was one season. Okay. Are we ready? We're not quite finished with it, but are we have we had enough that we can make a determination on a score? Yes, I yeah, I can. Okay. So the Perrin ninety eight problems IPA. Uh our IPA balances a sweet malty backbone along with a blend of West Coast hops. This is how IPA should taste. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. And for the day. I mean, Wild Range is clearly no longer the number one because I actually think the 98 Problems is better than IPA from Wild Range Brewery. And I gave IPA a 375. I will give 98 Problems a 390. Hmm, that's interesting. I think this, the 98 Problems, has a little more IPA bite to it than the Wild Range IPA. Agreed. And I ranked that at a 4.0. So if you're an IPA fan, this has got to be a 4.2. Wow. And you ranked it as a... 3.9. So we both agree that we both agree that the IPA by Wild Range Brewery has been dethroned. Yes, absolutely. But I, I'm glad we did bring it back to get back into the ring. And we have to bring back some of the other ones too. I think to kind of sure a little compare and contrast. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like to compare and contrast. Exactly. Maybe not. What are we talking about? All right. So. Episode seven probably won't come till after the Super Bowl because we have a full house. Yep, with Super Bowl party, so we probably won't reconvene for episode seven until the following. Yeah, the day after. So we'll be able to talk about the results of the Super Bowl and uh, UFC two forty seven or whatever it is. Alex, you coming up watching that or not? That's three shoutouts in a row for you. So had to keep the string going. And since now that I am out of beer, switch it up a little bit. Tribute to the late Mr. Bryant, Black Mama out.